Welcome to Empowerment for Today. I am your host, Roberta Kay, and today we're going to be speaking about Pentecost. What is Pentecost? And what does it mean for us today? We're going to find out what the Word says about Pentecost today. You will find encouraging words of wisdom. Learn how to gain His presence in your life and bring the Word of God into practical everyday living. If you are struggling right now in any area of your life, or if you desire a deeper walk with Christ, your life is about to be empowered today. We're going to be speaking about Pentecost today and what the Word of God tells us about it. But first, we're going to go back to the scriptures and see what took place after Jesus was crucified. Let's turn to Luke chapter 24 and verses 1 through 8. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came upon the sepulcher, Mary, Mary Magdalene, and Salome. They were bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of Lord Jesus. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. I believe those were angels. And as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. I want us to really think about remember his words. You see, if they would have remembered what Jesus said about him being raised up on the third day, I don't think that they would have been so perplexed when they saw him gone. You see, if we don't remember what the Word of God says, we can get confused. We can fall into unbelief. It can make us doubt. But when we remember what the Word of God says, we understand what's happening. In Mark chapter 16, verses 9 through 13, this is after Jesus again was resurrected, Jesus appears unto Mary Magdalene, and then he appears unto two others. He says to go back and tell them he's alive. So Mary first goes to the disciples and tells them, I saw Jesus. And none of them believe her. When he appears to the other two disciples, they again go and tell the others that they have seen him, and they still don't believe that they saw him. This is doubt. Again, were they remembering what Jesus had said to them beforehand? I don't think that they were remembering what Jesus said. 
You know, Thomas himself even said, unless I put my finger <laughs> in where the nails were and thrust my hand into his side, I'm not going to believe you. Thus, we have Doubting Thomas. I know many of you may have heard of Doubting Thomas. Thomas was like, I'm not going to believe unless I stick my finger through those holes myself. I'm not believing this. I think if Thomas would have remembered what Jesus said, he may have been easier to receive that he was walking on earth again. So, a few days later, or I don't know the exact timing, but Jesus then himself appears to the disciples. And they still don't believe. Jesus is standing in front of them, and they're still in unbelief. You can go to Luke chapter 24 to read through it and see when Jesus had appeared to them and the unbelief. And Jesus even rebuked them for their unbelief in so many words. And if they would have just remembered what Jesus said, maybe they would have, when he appeared, not been so unbelieving. I think that holds true for us in our walk with Christ. Do we remember the words of God? Do we remember what his word says? You see, nothing is according to what we think. Nothing is according to how we feel. It's all according to what the word of God says. That is what we base all of our faith on. That is what our miracles come from. That is where our power is from. It's not based upon what we think. You know, sometimes we can think one thing one day and then we realize the next day our thinking was stinking. You know, we shouldn't have been thinking that way. It's not according to what we think. It's according to what the word of God says. And in Luke 24, verses 44 through 45, Jesus is speaking to them. He says, and he said unto them, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Boom. Wow. Then their understanding was opened. Remember, even Moses prophesied about it. Even the Old Testament prophets testified of Jesus' coming, him being crucified, and him being resurrected on the third day. David and Psalms spoke about it. The disciples all knew this. They all knew the scriptures. But when Jesus said, remember what was spoken, light bulbs started to go off. Ding, ding. Oh, I remember. I remember. Oh, that's what happened. We have to remember what the word says. Remember what Moses and prophets and the David and Psalms said? Jesus was reminding them. He was bringing it back into the forefront of their mind so that they could understand what was now happening. If we don't remember it, we'll get lost. We'll get confused. We might not understand what is going on. I'm sure that they were 
when they saw that he was gone out of the tomb, Mary, she freaked out almost. She was in unbelief and, and, and she got afraid and frightened. And she even bowed her head. You know, sometimes I think when things don't go as planned, we get discouraged and we get ashamed because we don't remember what he said. Just because we're going through a bad time, just because we're going through a rough season, it doesn't mean that we have to be ashamed. Or even if we don't understand what, happening, what is happening right then and there, we need to go back to the word in that circumstance and see what his word has to say. I believe that the Holy Ghost is asking me today to speak to you about Pentecost because it's very misunderstood. What is Pentecost and what does it mean today? We need to go back and see what the word of God has to say about Pentecost. Not according to what we think, not according to what we've heard from other people, even other ministers in church, out of church. We need to find out what the scripture, what the word of God says about Pentecost. We're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to get into what the word of God teaches us about Pentecost. For only 58 cents per day, you can change a child's life forever. Your support gives a child nutritious meals, education, care, and hope for the future. Will you partner with us at Giving Hope to Haiti? With your donations, we can continue our work with the K-12 school in St. Mark. We serve an average of 300 students per year. Our focus is education, Christian values, and inspiration. Use our text to give to sponsor a child. We've been speaking about remembering the word and what was spoken by him. You know, to be empowered by the word of God on our daily basis, we have got to remember what the word says. We base everything, our power, our faith is based on the word of God. So today I want to find out and take a look at what Pentecost means according to the word of God. You know, we hear a lot of things about Pentecost, you know, that, oh, you know, it was for back then. Some of us are even taught that Pentecost is of the devil, referring to speaking of tongues, that it's, oh, that was only for the disciples. Oh, that's not for today. It was only for, you know, a certain time in history. Oh, you know, that was just mis misconstrued. Uh, but what does the word of God say about it? You know, it doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter what we want to believe. It doesn't matter what we've been taught in the past. We need to look at today. What did Jesus say about Pentecost? What does the word of God say about it? How does that affect our life today? You know, we're talking about how to be empowered. Well, how is this going to empower us today to learn about Pentecost? Well, let's get into the Word of God and see what it says. In Luke 24, verses 45 through 49, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. I believe that today Jesus wants us to understand the Scriptures. 
It says, and he said unto them, thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Note, it does not say ending at Jerusalem. It says beginning at Jerusalem. Jesus goes on to say, And ye are witnesses of these things, and behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Jesus said to wait to them. You see, Jesus was now, he's already been crucified. He's now with them on earth, but then he hasn't been ascended up into heaven yet. And he's saying, wait, wait, because I'm going to send you the power. You see, Jesus came to earth, but when he ascended up into heaven, he told the disciples that he was going to send us the helper. He was going to send us the Holy Spirit. Jesus is in heaven. God is in heaven. Holy Spirit is the only one of the Trinity that is here with us now. Let's go on and see what the Word of God says in Acts chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Now that word power means dunamis, dynamite power. He's going to give us dynamite power, miraculous power, ability, abundance. That word power also means might, power, strength. Our strength is from the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit. That's where our power comes from. That's our might. Acts 2 verses 1 through 4. It says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, now Jesus is gone now. Jesus has ascended. We're talking about after that. Remember he said to tarry and wait until you be endued with power. Now all the disciples are together. They're in the upper room. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You see, they were all filled. All of them, not just some of them, not just 
the 11 disciples, but all of them that were in that upper room that day were filled with the Holy Ghost. And as you read on to scriptures, they met again. And I think there were 500 families the next time where they were preaching and telling them about salvation and the baptism. And over 500 families were baptized with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. They were filled with dunamis, power, strength, ability, abundance, miraculous power. That's what they were filled with, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. I don't believe that it is of the devil. Why would God give us something that was of the devil and gives us power over the devil? The power of the Holy Ghost, Pentecost Sunday, is alive. It's real. Holy Spirit is now here on this earth and you can be baptized with power of the Holy Ghost here today. He would not give us something that would empower us over the enemy if it was from the enemy. Another scripture says that if you ask of bread of the Father, is he going to give you a snake? Is he going to give you a rock? No, he's going to give you bread. He's not going to give you something that's going to harm you. God loves us. God is for us. He wants us empowered. He wants us to be able to overcome in every area of our life. He wants us victorious, overcoming. And here's how we get that power, that dunamis power. It's from Holy Spirit. It was given to us on Pentecost. Now listen to this. Here's where it gets fun. As we go into the book of Acts, as they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they were speaking in other tongues, there was noise, there was a ruckus, and multitudes came, it said, because of the noise. Sometimes Holy Spirit isn't so quiet. Don't get scared. Don't worry. Sometimes Holy Spirit is loud. He's bold. He's aggressive. Holy Spirit is powerful. Remember dunamis. Dunamis power is dynamite power. That's a lot of power. When I think of dynamite, I don't think of somebody being very sheepish. I think of boldness. Power from on high. And multitudes came to see what all this ruckus was about. And some of them said, these men were crazy. You know, how many of you have heard, oh, those Pentecostals are crazy. You know, some of those, you know, you hear, oh, they'll be doing flips down the, down the aisles. Well, we might not be doing flips down the aisles, but that Pentecostal empowerment, the power of the Holy Ghost will give you boldness. It will make you loud. It, will, it can make you shout for joy because of the miracle power that God puts in us. These men, some of them were saying, these men are drunk with wine. <laughs> They're drunk. You know, sometimes the Holy Ghost, when he comes on you, that power, that anointing, some other people may think of you as being drunk, may think of you as being crazy. But listen to what Peter did. Peter, now remember Peter? <laughs> Peter was the one who wouldn't even stand up to a little servant girl. 
Remember before Jesus was crucified? He denied Christ three times. He couldn't stand up to a little servant girl. Now there's multitudes out there after the power of the Holy Ghost came on them. And they're all saying that, you know, all these men are crazy, they're drunk. And Peter stood up amongst them in Acts 2, verses 14 through 15. Peter said, For these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day, meaning 9 o'clock a.m. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He didn't say that I'll pour out my spirit upon the 11 disciples or I'll pour out my spirit upon just that generation. No, he said upon all flesh, he would pour out his spirit in the end days. And look at what Peter did. He remembered what was said by Joel the prophet. We have to remember what the word of God says. If we're going to have victory in our life, if we're going to have power from on high, we're going to have to remember what the word of God says in order for us to move in that. Mark 16, verses 16 through 18. Jesus now is speaking and says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them. Jesus is speaking now. Those after his resurrection, after he's gone, after he sends the Holy Ghost, he's saying, those that believe are going to receive me. And the baptism, those that believe will receive him and be baptized. And these signs shall follow them. Who? Those that believe. Goes on to say that these signs shall follow them. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if any drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That is the dunamis power of Holy Spirit. He didn't say that some. He didn't say that my disciples back in the day. He said all that believe, they shall have these signs. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall speak with new tongues. These are not my words. This is what was spoken by not only Jesus, but the prophets of old. This is what the word of God speaks to us. The word of God says that if you believe, you will be filled with power from on high. You know, I want to share a little testimony of myself. <laughs> I was reading these scriptures back when I first got saved. 
And Jesus said that you shall, if you believe, you shall speak with new tongues. And I was upset. I'm going to be honest with you. I got upset with God. (laughs) Well, why don't I have that? Why don't I speak with other tongues? And I literally was mad at God. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And he said, you have not because you ask not. Right then and there, I began to cry. I felt so bad because I was just yelling at God. (laughs) Why don't I have that? It's in your word. You said that if I believe, I'll speak with tongues and I don't have them. I was mad at him. And then he turned around and said, you have not because you asked not. I felt terrible. But it was truth. So I went to God and I asked God for the gift of tongues and to be filled with the Holy Spirit that I would speak in new tongues. And you know what? God came through. God gave me what he promised and he'll give you what he promised. He said, up from your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And God wants to baptize you today in that power with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. When we come back, we're going to give you a life-changing affirmation. Well, I hope that you have received some understanding of Pentecost today. And above that, I pray and hope that you received the power of the Holy Spirit today. Remember, it's yours for the taking. All you have to do is ask and receive. And then be open to Holy Spirit. It's up from your belly shall flow rivers of living water. It might be just a couple of syllables. He's not just going to all of a sudden pour out words in your mouth you have to release it just like before you speak you have to say the words if God begins to stir up in your belly just begin to say if it's a one syllable or whatever God gives you just release it and let power of the Holy Spirit move in your life and in your day Our affirmation for today is, I have dunamis power and I can overcome in every area of my life. Say that with me. I have dunamis power and I can overcome in every area of my life. Remember, stay calm and be empowered.